Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Two Russian nationals are in the hands of DHS after crossing the hazardous Bering Strait from Siberia to a remote Alaskan island. We don't anticipate a continual stream of individuals or a flotilla of individuals. In a statement, Alaskan Senator Dan Sullivan adding, This incident makes clear the Russian people don't want to fight Putin's war of aggression against Ukraine. Yeah, so you've got Russian soldiers that are defecting, you've got Russian soldiers that are just plain dying as uh, the Ukrainian military continues to roll over them. And then what was the story you had about uh, somebody bad-mouthing somebody else in the military? Yeah, a Russian-installed official in an occupied region of Ukraine belittled the Kremlin's defense minister, Sergei Shoigu, close associate of Putin. The official said Mr. Shoigu should consider killing himself because of his army's failures in Ukraine. So the army is failing, the Russian army is failing, which factors into this story quite a bit. I don't know if you've heard this or not. It's being uh, reported by a number of outlets who had reporters there at a fundraiser in which President Biden was speaking. I'll just go with Caitlin Collins uh, for this version from CNN. She was there. Wow, Biden at Democratic fundraiser tonight. We have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. Biden went on to say Putin is not joking when he talks about the potential use of tactical nuclear or biological weapons because his military is so underperforming. And Biden continued with blunt warnings. I don't think there's any such thing as the ability to easily use a nuclear weapon and not end up with Armageddon. These are actual quotes from somebody that was at the event. 
Uh, Biden going much for uh, the report from CNN goes on to say Biden going much further than his officials have from the National Security Council to the Pentagon. They have said that they take Russia's threat seriously, but haven't seen any changes in his nuclear posture. Biden invoking Armageddon saying Putin should be taking seriously is a an escalation, says CNN. So um, I've one of the people I follow on Twitter, Corey Shockey, she is an AEI expert on foreign policy in Russia in particular and writes for The Atlantic. She said it's unhelpful to deterring Russian nuclear use for the president to keep saying things like this. I don't know if I agree with that or not. A different take from a different uh, writer for another publication. The Biden statement on Russia's potential use of nuclear weapons seems intended to, to, to deter the Kremlin by taking the threat seriously and hinting at a strategic weapons response to a tactical use. Hmm. Uh, but this person says it comes off as needlessly panicked, which is what the Russians want. Do you, you think know, he was hinting that there's no such thing as, you know, just using a tactical nuke? It turns into all-out Armageddon very quickly. So is he trying to make it clear that hey, we aren't going to match a tactical, tactical for tactical or something like that? I don't know. I I don't know and there is a third possibility which we need to consider and that's an old man who can't keep track of what he's supposed to say and what he's not supposed to said something he's not supposed to say. That was the whole his filter is gone. That factor. was my first thought. So I was watching uh David Sanger with the New York Times version of it on CNN today and nobody brought up the prospect that similar to Taiwan, similar to Putin must go, similar to a bunch of other things that he said He's just shooting off his mouth, not really thinking about it, and the White House has to walk it back at some point. Well, that's especially interesting because the article he wrote with Katie Rogers in the New York Times, I will quote, uh, let's see, we've not faced the prospect of Armageddon, etc. As you said, we're trying to figure out what is Putin's off-ramp? Where does he find a way out? Where does he find himself where he does not only lose face but significant power? And the two journalists write, Mr. Biden's references to Armageddon were highly unusual for any American president. Uh, since the Cuban Missile Crisis 60 years ago this month, occupants of the Oval Office have rarely spoken in such grim tones about the possible use of nuclear weapons, much less talked openly of off-ramps. So... Talking of off-ramps, I get cable news pundits sitting around a table, but the president talking about it? I mean, it kind of takes all the off-rampiness out of it, doesn't it? Off-ramps are supposed to be uh, a bit of an illusion, aren't they? You get well, to you get to you get to continue to claim um, a success in some way, and that's how you can back down. But if it's stated ahead of time by your opponent, this is an opportunity for you to claim that you've won, even though you haven't. I mean, it kind of takes the fun out of it. Yeah, well, and and my worry is it's like starting a negotiation with obviously I don't mean this number, but ten thousand um, dollars. It suggests that. He, well, it's it's kind of a subtlety, and honestly, with Putin's hold over domestic media, mostly we can say off ramp all day long, and he'll still claim a victory and and get you know most Russians to to agree with him. Um, but I just to me it 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 signals too strongly that look we're we're looking for a negotiated settlement here. Signals too strongly from President Biden. To yeah, to Putin. Sorry, yeah, there are too many uh, pronouns in there. Um, Eh, but I, I don't know. It it's it's odd, and the fact that it was behind closed doors at a fundraiser rather than an official statement, 
I mean, to yeah, that seems to speak that frankly of the greatest geopolitical crisis for seventy years. That's an excellent point. Whichever journalist I quoted saying that it may may have been a strategic effort to let Putin know that we would respond to tactical with conventional. There's no way. You do that at a fundraiser and hope it leaks out and gets to Putin. I mean, that's there's no way that's the policy. Now, yeah, yeah now, now I'm 100% convinced it was an old man shooting his mouth off, you know, in a closed room. That's all it was. Bingo. There's no strategy there whatsoever. That's what I don't I'm see any of. news cameras, so obviously no one can record this. That attic F care, <laughs> which is the way it was in 1970 when I became a senator. Oof. So you could just say anything you wanted in a closed room and nobody would ever hear about it. So I assume things are still the same. Yeah, um, yeah There's no way it's a, that that's a, the way you handle a strategy to deal with the personality of Putin about freaking nuclear war. That you, you, you offhandedly say it in a fundraiser. No way. No, I think, I think you're probably right. God dang it. Man, did <sighs> This is not a good time to have the biggest nuclear crisis since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Maybe the biggest nuclear crisis ever. Not a good time to have it when you got a doddering old man. Kennedy was not just kind of randomly saying things at fundraisers, dealing right. with Khrushchev over the Cuban Missile Crisis, based on the movies and books I've read and seen. Well, and his second in command was uh, perhaps a crook, but smart as hell, LBJ, uh, whereas now we have a halfwit. Uh, in the Veep's office. And, uh, that, Come on now. She was almost uh, hurt in a, an incredibly minor traffic incident the other day. I don't know if you heard about this. It's mm. only getting attention because it appears the Secret Service may have tried to mislead America about what happened. I don't know this story at all. Yeah, I can't decide whether it's something or not. It, it may be nothing. But it enables me, and this is the important part, to cast aspersions at the vice president. So the story's worth bringing up for that reason alone. Um, uh, to quickly wrap up the nuclear Armageddon prospect, um, do you think it is unhelpful, helpful, or a nothing for the president to be throwing around terms like that? As David Sanger said in the New York Times, it's, it's not something presidents do, have done. No, it's it's so obvious, though. I, I feel like he was just saying what is clearly true. I mean, I can't think of any real harm it would do, honestly. I don't know. I, talking heads on cable news shows, I suppose, could spin it one way or the other. To me, he's just stating the obvious, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. I slept very poorly last night, so uh, my brain is not firing on all cylinders. You don't think it's an attempt at a strategy of us saying, look, it'll ratchet up. You go tactical, we go further. No, not at at a fundraiser, kind of vaguely delivered behind closed doors, like you've pointed out. It seems like an odd... Why would you bother? Everybody knows what's going on. If he were to say at the White House, we're as close to nuclear Armageddon as we've been since the 60s, everybody would be like, yeah, we know. Well, everybody's paying attention. Maybe the American people would start paying more attention. But I no, I I don't think it's, I don't think it's harmful nor useful. How many people have you had in real life bring up this uh, nuclear thing? I think I've only had one. Mm. I have had, had one friend say, "Hey, how about this whole uh, approaching nuclear Armageddon? That's something in it." But uh, only one has brought it up. 
Yeah, I, I brought it up and got a knowing, yeah, no kidding. Uh, so the person was obviously aware of it, but no, nobody's brought it up to me, which is interesting because people bring up politics all the time to me. Right. There might be a certain aspect of what the hell are you going to say about it. Right. Yeah. Or do about it. Well, and and getting obliterated and being powerless to do anything about it is just uh, what good is that going to do me to contemplate today? Yeah, I I suppose it's not a hell of a lot different than like, you know, a meteor could hit the earth and wipe us all out. Yeah, I suppose. You know, we ought to follow it thinking about it because we we elect our leaders in this country. And so you ought to know how this one is dealing with the crisis. Um, So it's absolutely worth following on that level. But in terms of like being acutely aware of it and thinking about it a lot, why would I do that to myself? The uh, the main takeaway, just to get a glimpse into maybe the president's thinking as he is dealing with one of the biggest questions that has happened in, you know, 75 years um, uh, is. Him saying, what kind of off-ramp can we offer Putin? There might not be one. Uh, There really, honestly, might not be any way he can save face or his life or his his position in the country uh, at all at this point. And, And so then you've got a cornered nihilist with the largest nuclear arsenal in the world. Well, that's the one thing the president can't say is that we have surrounded him on all sides and are moving in for the kill. He's I don't mind him talking about off-ramps because I pray there is one for Putin that doesn't involve mushroom clouds. Well, former sec Def Leon Panetta saying on CNN the other day that uh, I don't see any way Putin stays in office. Yeah, if the president said that, that that doesn't help the world. No, no. I, I'd prefer off-ramp talk, honestly. Well, give me, then I'll stop talking about this. Give me even the slightest idea, version of an off-ramp at this point. I don't see how it could possibly happen. Uh, Putin gets to keep some territory and declares it a giant win. And weakened somewhat, uh, but still in control of his country's security apparatus, he holds on to power like many dictators have. And the biggest problem I have with that one is that Ukraine is not going to allow him to keep any land, especially right now, where they're, they're just, they've got the Russians on the run. There's no reason they should give in to that. Yeah, but I'm not sure they can reclaim every inch. People are making grand sweeping pronouncements about that, but the ground has to be won. It has to be fought for and won. And the idea that Russia can't muster, say, 20,000 of their best guys to to defend one piece of land definitively, that's just, they can, and they probably will. I don't think Zelensky's in any mood to give up any land. Well, what about in five years? This better not be going on in five years. (laughs) <laughs> wow you're gonna stomp your foot and insist or what you're gonna write a strongly worded letter well we can't we can't live under the nuclear armageddon might happen this afternoon for five years of course we can you baby we grew up with it why don't you it is up? what it is because he is who he is that's why it is what it is well with leadership like that it'll probably be resolved pretty quickly <laughs> Quite a few jobs produced, unemployment down again, but does anybody want to take them is the problem. We'll talk more about that later. 
what a weird period economically this is. Uh, so I wanted to share this email with you. Just received it uh, before the show. Um, and I wrote back on behalf of the team, but um, the topic's fentanyl, which is something we've talked a fair amount about. But, um, man, maybe we'll put this uh, at the website. Play it for your teenage kids, please, your young adult kids, whether you think they're partiers or not. Gentlemen, I'm an avid listener of the Armstrong and Getty Show for over 20 years. I'm also an honorably retired police officer of 27 years from the San Francisco Bay Area. I even spent a couple of my professional years as a narcotics detective. My two sons were educated by me better than most about the dangers of casual drug use. My oldest son was serving as a United States Marine at 29 Palms in Southern California. He was 22 years old. I was informed on September the 10th of this year that he had passed away in his barracks as likely the result of a fentanyl poisoning. Can you imagine the heartbreak? Words are difficult for me now, but as you can imagine, my interest in the subject of fentanyl poisoning and our lack of media attention related to the subject peaked. Here are a couple of numbers for perspective. The United States lost approximately 60,000 soldiers during the 15 years of the Vietnam conflict. 9-11-01 is arguably one of the best-known tragedies our country has endured. American lives lost on day that day, 3,000. Per the CDC, we lost more than 100,000 Americans to opioid deaths during the one-year period from November of 20 to November of 2021. Even though I could not find more current statistics at this time, all indicators are that this tragedy is growing. Mm -hmm. Contemplate that, 100,000 in a year. Politics aside, an open border is greatly contributing to the ability of Mexican cartel traffickers to bring large quantities of fentanyl into this country. I learned the following from a San Bernardino County narcotics detective recently. The majority of fentanyl found in California and the U.S. and the materials used to make it are made in China. The predominant product is a counterfeit pill formulated to look like a 30-milligram Percocet pill. These pills may appear to be a pharmaceutical product, but they are not. Quality control is poor. Hot doses are prevalent. I think you can figure out what that uh, term means. The United States just waged a 20-year war after a terrorist attack on 9-11 that cost 3,000 American lives. China just killed 100,000 Americans in one year without firing a shot, and it is getting very little media attention. This is nothing less than a Cold War. I would add aided again by the cartels. My anger and sorrow at this time are very difficult to organize in any particular direction. Please consider bringing this story to the forefront again on your show. If it could happen to me and my family, it could happen to anyone. Wow. Yeah. Respectfully, Sean. That's a particularly good point. Um, With you as a dad and the information you brought to it and uh, yeah, and still. Well, and God knows what the the young man thought he was taking. Right. I mean, maybe he was trying to get high. Maybe he was trying to take, you know, Adderall or one of those drugs to, to help him do better in basic training or whatever. Um, but he got a hot dose from a cartel using Chinese products, and now he's just one more tragedy. Yeah, it is interesting, the psychology of the way we look at this. I, I The only way I can explain it is the assumption that, well, I'm not going to take that stuff, my kids aren't going to take that stuff, as opposed to something that happens to me. Right. Yeah, I think there is, uh, yeah, we're safe. We're not like those people because we don't do drugs. Um, but if a single person says something rude to a transgender person online, America will come to a stop and screech about it for a week. But not this. Or if a stroller kills three kids in 10 years, it's a national story. Right. 
weird. Um, yeah. Get the podcast if you miss an hour. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Republican Senator Ben Sass is about to resign 
Sass is accepting, we're told, the University of Florida presidency. Source telling us that Sass would probably leave the Senate in December. Nebraska's governor would then appoint a replacement. Sass was one of seven Republican senators to vote for former President Donald Trump's impeachment conviction after the January 6, 2021 Capitol riot. A special election will be held for the remaining two years of Sass's term in 2024, and then a general election for a new six-year term in 2026. Only 50 years old, but apparently for he hasn't given an interview, as far as I can tell, Googling around, uh, explaining why he wanted to leave the Senate, but he's taken a job, as you heard, uh, running the University of Florida? Allegedly, yeah. Yeah, yeah which well, is going to be an interesting gig for reasons we can get into later. I don't know how we all missed this story as I was going back through, and it has been around for a couple of weeks now that he was the sole finalist for choosing that job that was reported in the news so yeah yeah i've got to admit uh, first uh, full disclosure a lot of folks on the trumpy right populist right however you want to describe it can't stand ben sass uh because he was uh, openly anti-trump and we'll play you some of the clips uh he also is brilliant and moral and historically incredibly well-informed. Um, and a small government, low tax, let's worry about the debt conservative. Yeah, lover of liberty. Um, but in these uh, spicy and confusing times on the right side of the aisle, he earned as many uh, enemies as admirers through his career. I've got to admit, uh, I'm really curious to hear him explain why he's resigning from the Senate two years into a six-year term. Right, people don't give that job up. No, especially that does not happen. People leave the house all the time. People do not quit the U.S. Senate, especially a guy uh, with his uh, points of view and the rest of it. I, I would think he would think this was a critical time to be fighting for what he believed. But who knows? I, I don't know. And I, I hope he does speak out about it. But um, we interviewed him several years ago. I can't remember precisely when we're trying to find that. and We'll post it for you at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, if you want to hear it, but uh, love him or hate him, here are some of uh, the quotes that made him stand out in the political scene through the years. Go ahead with 71, Michael. The way he kisses dictators' butts. I mean, the way he um, ignores that the Uyghurs are in literal concentration camps in Xinjiang right now. He hasn't lifted a, a finger on behalf of the Hong Kongers. I mean, he and I have a very different foreign policy. It isn't just that he fails to lead our allies. It's that we, the United States now regularly sells out our allies under his leadership. The way he treats women and spends like a, a drunken sailor, the ways I criticize President Obama for that kind of spending, I criticize President Trump for as well. He mocks um, evangelicals behind closed doors. His, his family has treated the presidency like a business opportunity. He's flirted with white supremacists. So there you go. One of the more pointed uh, anti-Trump statements he made. Um, but then he went after Biden eloquently in 72. Joe Biden was a stalwart defender of the filibuster. He said that weakening the filibuster would, quote, eviscerate the Senate. But earlier this week, the president was pushed around by a bunch of rage-addicted 20-somethings on his staff and agreed to go down to Georgia and just read whatever nonsense they loaded into his teleprompter. It was shameful. It was sad. That's a good line. He went yeah. on to say, uh, 73. The president of the United States called half of the country a bunch of racist bigots. Think about that. Half the country a bunch of racist bigots. He doesn't believe that. 
This was a senile comment of a man who read whatever was loaded into his teleprompter. His speechwriters puppet mastered him into saying that anyone who disagrees with him is George Wallace, Walt Connor, Jefferson Davis. You disagree with Joe Biden, and you're Jefferson Davis. It's pretty breathtaking. Yeah. Equating millions of Americans to some of the ugliest racists in all of American history, that isn't just overheated rhetoric. It's a disgusting smear. That is a voice I hate to lose. Now, he's not dead. You know, I have a feeling we'll hear from him again in his new capacity. But, I mean, that's just so eloquent, yet not flowering. Flowery, anybody can understand his his point, and it was made brilliantly. Have one more clip I'd like to play. Uh, 75, Michael. Was the filibuster really a tool of Jim Crow when it was used against Tim Scott last year? I don't think so. And I don't think any of you think so. If somebody wants to come to the floor and repent of their racism for having used the filibuster last year, please do. But it isn't what was happening. So stop with the nonsense rhetoric that's just for an MSNBC soundbite tonight. Man, he's good, but he quit. And uh, he's in the wrong era. He's living in the wrong era for that sort of thing. I, I hope he talks more about the politics of it. He did put out a tweet about... Uh, the job he's going to take running the University of Florida, they are uniquely positioned to lead this country through an era of disruption. The single big, biggest challenge our nation faces is the radical disruption of work. Technology is changing everything about where, when, why, and what, and how Americans work. And that's what they're going to take on at the University of Florida, which he says is the most important institution in the nation, economically dynamic, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've got all Andrew Yang on us. So uh, that's his thing. I hope he does some interviews about uh, what he thought it was like working in the Senate and what he thinks is wrong with our dysfunctional politics. I'm sure he will at some point. Yeah, I'd like to see a roundtable with him, Trey Gowdy, uh, Harold Ford, who's a Democrat, and, and a couple others talking about how Washington actually works and how it ought to. I, You know, most people wouldn't watch it. I think everybody should. Listen up, Jack Wagon. Yeah, he's on that topic of people working and the disruption and uh, all that sort of stuff. So you got the technological disruption that Andrew Yang talks about when robots are doing everything or AI is doing everything. We're going to have a whole bunch of people that uh, need a job and we just don't have jobs for is is one theory. We also have, as we talked about, was it this week or last? I was running through all those stats from a new book about how many Americans of working age have chosen not to work. They're not looking for jobs. They're just choosing not to work. And so, Which, uh, to our ears, sounds a little like they've chosen not to breathe. Right. How does that work exactly? I guess we have enough programs out there that you can survive, apparently. Um, but So jobs numbers out today, quite a few jobs created, unemployment ticked down again. But if you're creating jobs, I mean, because there's help wanted signs everywhere already, and we're creating more jobs. If we have 7 million men currently between 25 and 54 that aren't looking for a job that are unemployed. I don't know what Crazy. what good does it do to create jobs. Anyway. Well, if you have a job, you probably have a home you'd like to protect and stuff you'd like to keep and you don't want randos and junkies to be stealing it. We strongly suggest you look into Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe protects you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back, not like the old school companies that have outdated technology 
They overcharge you and lock you into long contracts. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home. Smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real. And even hazard sensors that can instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. All this for around a dollar a day. And their monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you get the highest priority police dispatch. That's how advanced this stuff is. Customize the perfect system for your home because you can in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong, a beloved sponsor, simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. We've got the worst inflation in 40 years with, like, the lowest unemployment rate you can possibly get at the same time. And the Fed, with both hands around the windpipe of the economy, trying desperately to choke it. Right. While you have more people choosing not to work than we've ever had. I don't know how all that stuff fits together. Nobody and, does. And our technology, as we've been discussing, is pl- we're plunging toward a future where more and more people will have no purpose, no productive purpose for their lives. I used to, I still do, but I, I really used to hate it when any time would say, anybody would use the term uh, jobs Americans won't do. Um, that was always the argument for illegal immigration and for oh, yeah. for allowing it to go. Well, these are jobs that Americans won't do. It just I find that offensive on every level. Just the idea that that there are jobs that we're too good for. What what does that even mean? They're if too you, hard. I'd get dirty. Or it's outside and it's hot. Or that's just what what is that? But. Well, we understand, Johnny. You would get dirty, and it is hot. So here's money to live on. Don't bother working. Apparently, we've created a system where that is like that—that is the law of the land. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to do that job or any job, just feel free to not work. You know, I guess we'll just assume the rest of us will go ahead and keep working for some reason to provide all that tax money for the various programs that allow you to not work. How long can that last? Well, I got an idea. Let's import two million desperate Venezuelans and Guatemalans and El Salvadorans and a handful of Mexican folks as well. That's what I'm doing on a Friday night. I'm going to see the desperate Venezuelans. They rock. Oh, my God. Use earplugs. Trust me. (laughs) Just seriously, how long does anybody think a society can last where you have gazillions of people who have chosen not to work and are just going to live off various programs? I, I don't know. It feels very ancient Romy to me. Wait, when my kids are of working age, they're not now. I got a fifth grader and a seventh grader. When my kids are, is he in seventh grade? Yeah, I guess he's in seventh grade. I should know that. Uh, when my kids get of working age, if they have numerous friends who've said, no, nah, no, nah, man, nah, don't do that. You don't want to do that. How am I going to convince them to go out and get that early job, which almost always sucks? You know, it is a mm-hmm. job you don't go to because you like it. I mean, I realize many people do that their whole lives. I did it for a giant chunk of my life going to a job I hated. Um, how am I gonna, how am I, what, what's gonna make my kids go get a job they don't like if they have friends who can get by without working at all? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a huge change in the culture and the effects of it are as yet unknown. But again, this is accelerating and fast the forces that have gotten us to where we are right now. 
Yeah, I mean, it, we used to make the argument, those of us, uh, you know, of a conservative bent, that you, you keep raising the minimum wage and the restaurant is going to have a good reason to go ahead and come up with technology that is expensive that will eliminate, you know, the need for that job. Well, now it's they've got to come up with the technology because people just don't want to do it. Yeah. And yeah. they can make that choice. Two and a half years ago, they were doing it. Hey, they got off the treadmill. COVID opened their eyes. There's another way to live. Alternate lifestyle. Oh, yeah, all this fits together. The fact that there are millions of people on that Reddit thread about won't work, can't work, work is stupid, whatever that thread is, anti-work. That's what it is, the Reddit thread anti-work. There are millions of people on that because there are millions of people that have have decided we're those of us who are going to work are idiots. Right, yeah, yeah. It's a life choice. You've made the weird lifestyle choice of laboring away most of your day. Why do you do that? For someone else. Yeah. When you could be at home playing video games or practicing the flute or whatever it is you're doing. (laughs) Do you want to hear our heart sing clip? Sure, Michael. It's a classic. People have been living to work for a very long time, and I think the pandemic brought that moment of reflection for everyone. Hmm. What do I want to do? What makes my heart sing? And people are thinking, if not now, then when? People have been living to work since they uh, human beings began striding the earth. You had to do well, something to provide food and shelter. Well, she's she's trying to make the point that you're like so obsessed with your work, that's all you do. No, people work to live. They don't live to work. I don't know anybody who lives to work unless it's like a gifted heart surgeon or something like that. Oh, I, yeah, what a crock of crap. Well, it might become the prevailing view. And us idiots who are going to work today to pay for all those people who have taken the smart path of staying at home and, again, playing the well, flute. Or... <laughs> and inflation will wipe out our savings, so uh, screw you. Oh, boy, this is the worst radio show ever. I'm would, tuning out. Screw why it. would I'm anybody out. ever listen to this? Uh, we'll get away from this. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve 
with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. snare drum is loud. My fifth grader is playing the snare drum. He just started a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the snare drum is loud. And yesterday he came home and he said, I think, he said, my band teacher hates me. I said, I'm sure your band teacher doesn't hate you, but uh, why, why, why? And, and, and apparently the band teacher got mad at him for something. I said, you know whose band teacher also yelled at them? Everybody who's ever been in band! <laughs> I told him, your story, my story, everybody I've ever known who was in like a grade school or high school band and got yelled at by a band instructor. <laughs> it is a rare man or woman indeed who can be a middle school uh, band director, for instance, and not become a embittered, hateful human. Yeah, apparently, the I'm ma- not saying they all do. Apparently, the teacher apparently the teacher said to him at some point, "I don't think you're taking this seriously." And he said, "I was taking it seriously. I just wasn't doing it the way they wanted." And I said, "That's the way band teachers talk." <laughs> and I explained yeah. the whole. It's because they're excellent musicians. That's how they ended up being band teachers, and they're teaching a bunch of people who are terrible at it, and it drives them crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Judy, that she was a music major in college, and she thought she was heading to teaching, and student taught for like one semester and said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but it ain't that. (laughs) Well, imagine if you have just a passion for something, and then you're dealing with people who just kind of like don't care at all. Oh, it'd be so frustrating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I say, that's why most of them end up embittered drunks. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I told the story of how my band teacher once yelled at me, you do that again, your ass is grass. And I remember just being confused because I didn't know what that meant. Henry said it means he wants to mow you, I think. <laughs> I, said, I, don't, I don't know what it means, but <laughs> uh, your ass is grass and I'm the mower, I think is the full charming American saying. Tough times for dictators. i got a big story out of China to get to, but first this from uh, our domestic shores. The United States Marines testing a new physical training uniform. Evidently, in 2021, for some reason, the Marine Corps Uniform Board required the Systems Command to modernize the physical training uniform for better form, fit, and function, maggots, according to a press release. So they had a prototype uniform that they've been trying for a while, but uh, the Marines don't like it for various reasons. Huh. The uh, the sampling of opinions, very negative. The shorts were too long, and they have, like, reflective material on the back of the shirt for safety reasons. Too much, not flexible, not comfortable, mm. etc. So they listen to their people, which is good. But uh, I, my eye was caught by this factoid. The new training shorts were had eight-inch inseams, 
And if you're a dude, you probably are aware of the different inseam lengths and different styles of shorts. Uh, my favorite, generally, the 10 to 11 inch inseam long comes to the knee, definitely golf shorts. But the uh, the shorts inseam will be reduced from 8 inches, which the Marines were saying was too long, to 5 inches. Now, I'm not wearing 5-inch inseam shorts unless I happen to be in South Beach cruising for the company of other men. Those are some short shorts. Well, shorts are definitely getting shorter for dudes. I see that on the uh, college campus of where I am, uh, where I live. Um, and you know, fashions do that. Uh, you look at sure. old NBA clips. I mean, Larry Bird played in some short shorts. Yeah, yeah. And they mentioned, and uh, all the Marines listening, I'm sure will uh, will wax uh, nostalgic about the silkies, as they were known, the beloved soft as butter workout shorts with a barely there inseam. They're long gone. The Marine Corps decided to move on from them, even though everybody loved them. And the other uh, aspect of this that I find so interesting slash amusing is that they have abandoned the unisex sizing that they tried to go with. We found that gender-neutral sizing does not work well for our women Marines. Really? Shocking. All the the gals in the audience are saying, no blanking kidding. With the last prototype, for example, we found that if the shirt fit them well across the bust line, it was too big in the neck. Same with the shorts. If they fit in the waist, they're probably tight across the hip line. No way. (laughs) Are you new to the planet? Or Or were they in thrall of these lunatics who are trying to say, well, there's no such thing as men. It's social construct. What's a woman? I don't, I can't define a woman. Men can give birth. Uh, uh, Men have breasts. Uh, Women have penises. (laughs) No, no, they don't. And gals' clothes fit different. You morons. There continues to be some fallout over some remarks the president made about nuclear Armageddon last night, among other things. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking pleasure air technology combined with new climax control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another 
another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the doll and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT.